The Water Coolest daily financial newsletter is now powered by Barstool Sports. It's the only newsletter that I read every morning to stay informed on what the hell is going on in the markets. You can check it out at barstool.link slash watercoolest. That's barstool.link slash watercoolest. W-A-T-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-S-T. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Tea with Publicity. Feels good to be back. I know it's only been a week, but it feels like a lifetime. Hey, Mackenzie, what's going on? Nothing much. How are you? Good. I had a crazy weekend. Oh. Um, I saw you were hanging out with all the TikTokers. I was. And I want to catch you guys up on that. Let me let me set the stage. So I'm going to catch you up on my crazy weekend. Talk a little bit about dating. Then we will jump into an interview with Mackenzie Dipman from Love Island, U.S. Season 2. You guys know I stan Love Island. Like, I'm obsessed. So it was amazing talking with her. I tried to get the tea. I'm like, Carl Radke. Why can't I say Carl? Carl. I say Carl. 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 Yeah, I feel like it's a weird. Um, I get the tea on Carl. Carl um, and Connor and we get into it and then we're going to do the Ask Alyssa segment where I do my best to give you guys some advice with Mackenzie's help and then we'll spill the tea as always. There's so much to talk about from my crazy weekend to Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck to Megan Fox fighting with Lala and Randall. There's there's so much so stay tuned for the entire episode because I feel like it's going to be a juicy one. Um, Okay so I got a DM last week mm-hmm. from a casting producer. Really? Which, like, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, hey, like, we're casting for a dating show. It's unlike any other. Are you interested? Oh, my God. So, With no other details? No other details. Uh, this is the thing. Never say never. So you always have to just, like, look into things. Oh, yeah. Wait, so I was can't like, hurt. I don't know. Like, maybe. Like, I don't really want to go on a dating show, but, like, yeah. maybe. And so then I click the link in her profile because it's, like, now casting. And the casting listing comes up. And it's, like, renaissance dating show. No. Prove that chivalry is not dead. Stop it. Our singles will be competing through archery contests. <gasps> um horseback riding oh my god (laughs) it's a full-blown renaissance (gasps) dating competition show and I emailed her back I dm'd her back and I go hey I'm sorry like I read the description and I'm I'm kindly gonna need to like bow out before yeah Yeah. (laughs) I was like you think I'm gonna shoot a bow and arrow right yeah dress like a renaissance that's so funny that would be like funny for the story but yeah I I think it's like um Bridgerton themed oh okay that makes sense I think since that like popped off yeah yeah, yeah. they were like ooh, Bridgerton everyone loves this we should do that yeah Yeah, but it's like I'm sorry I don't need to know if a man could start like a fire in the woods yeah like that's not practical anymore I I think they just need new ideas for reality dating exactly because there's there, everything already exists. It's like, can you hang my TV for me? Could you mount it? Because I don't really need you in the woods, like yeah, starting exa- a fire yeah, with a exactly. stick. <laughs> yeah, it's not modern anymore. We don't need that. Yeah, like I don't need to go back in time. We I need a modern man. Yeah, we don't need like chivalry like that. <laughs> no, it's like hold the door for me and I'll be happy. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, okay, so 
I went out Thursday at Barstool. Like, we all kind of work from home Fridays because we have summer Fridays anyway. Um, So I went out Thursday with the intention of working from home Friday. And it was a good thing I did, guys, because your girl (laughs) drank her body weight in tequila. (laughs) Amazing. I Okay, so I met um, my friend Lewis and Katie for dinner and my friend Rod and his friend Jacqueline were coming to meet us but Rod's like Rod who was on the podcast guys his um like for whatever reason his Google calendar since he's from Chicago the time difference oh, didn't like transfer yeah so he was just late everywhere all week Wait, he's what? like he's like I'm getting so confused like he, didn't, he didn't like put two and two together he, it just like everything synced wrong yeah 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 oh my um, god that's so Rod's an hour late for dinner we're like is this motherfucker standing us up like, right we yeah. were insulted yeah yeah and then he rolls in he's like oh my god I'm so sorry <laughs> I thought it was six and it's be- actually seven yeah exactly and because of COVID like they kick you out of a restaurant after like an hour oh, yeah, anyway you can only get the table yeah for so, a certain amount of time so lewis and kate had like shots and drinks before they even got there yeah i tried to play catch up so i had two like tall boy tequilas uh-huh. and then we wound up going to a second dinner place oh my because gosh. they kicked us out right so then it was like the five of us then the the manager was sending over shots then so we took more shots there then we walked across the street and went to blue haven oh, and yeah. um and Rod was like, oh, do you care if, like, my friends, Pilot Pete and and Dustin oh come? Oh, my God. Unreal. So I was like, yes, I want to meet them because I want to get them on the podcast. Right. Yeah. You guys, I did the Lord's work. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks. Um. So then they come. And then we go to Red Lion. And then I kept drinking there. And then finally, I think it was, like, one thirty. I look at Rod and I was like, I'm gonna go. Yeah. He was like, "No, yes, yeah, same." Like, I'm like, "Me too." Yes. Yeah, and we all, like, and then Lewis was like, "Same." Okay, wait, actually, we, like, we yeah, all were yeah. like, "It's it's time." That's like, so funny. you know, and you just hit your limit. Yeah, yeah. I went out Thursday and just like stayed out at the bar, and then we ended up going. Like, uh, one of our one of my friends lives close to the bar we were at, so we just went there. And then all of a sudden, I'm a like looking post-game. at the time. Yeah, and it's like two thirty in the morning. I'm like, what am I doing right now? Like, yeah, it's I like, have to go, go home. home. Yeah. It's, yeah. So I text Mackenzie on Friday. I'm like, I'm hungover. She's like, same. <laughs> um. So then Friday, they're like, okay, we're gonna go back out to dinner, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm hungover. I was hungover until 8 p.m. Yeah. I had a raging migraine. I made it to dinner, just had like a glass of wine. And then um, Saturday, I woke up and I had personal training and I walked 16,000 steps. Oh which, my gosh. Which that's a lot of steps. Yeah, that is. So picture being like on a bender of a weekend and then doing an hour of personal training, then walking 16,000 steps. I was like, dead to the world like yeah. my body was limp so sore yeah I was like I'm not I'm unwell yeah so I just went to my friends we got sushi at like 5 30 like early bird special <laughs> I told my friends I'm like I love hanging out with you guys because it's like hanging out with people from the retirement home yeah they are those people that wake up at 5 a.m to work out every oh, day yeah, yeah. so they're in bed by like 10 and right. they eat dinner at five yep so I'm like, oh, they are the perfect Saturday yeah. night friends. <laughs> when you need to like have a relaxing weekend, it's always good to have those friends. Yeah, you call the grannies. Yeah, because you know they're going to like keep a chill and they can hang. <laughs> oh, by 8 p.m. I was like, do you guys care if I leave? They're like, no, we're going to bed. Yeah, I was like, like, yeah, oh. we're already in our pajamas. Like, yeah, leave, please. <laughs> I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> and then Sunday I went to New Jersey. Like it was just like 
I felt like I had a four day weekend because I went out on Thursday. Yeah, I know. I haven't gone out on a Thursday in so long because that was the thing in college. You would all yes, like, that was like one of the biggest nights to go out. But now I feel like I haven't done it in a while. So in college, we used to there. Oh my god, there was like Tuesdays we would go out because the hockey team would go out on oh Tuesdays god. because okay they couldn't go out like before games. And yes, stuff. so we would go to this like club in Bridgeport, Connecticut called G Star, and by club <laughs> I mean it was a dive a local dive and we would go to g-star and they had karaoke and like we would just go out with the hockey players yeah like you had like the days of the week with the different teams oh yeah yeah definitely wow i miss those days <laughs> yeah we had my college had like trivia on tuesdays so we would go yeah. doing trivia on tuesday and then it would be like thursday would be some sort of like themed night at like the one bar everyone went to yeah like the one bar in town yeah um so all of that happened um last week I was feeling a little down in the dumps about dating because I just like opened apps and was scrolling and I was like I literally hate every single person and then the one out of like out of like 300 people I would like one person and then that one person wouldn't like me back or vice whatever and I was just like how am I ever going to meet someone I never get sad about dating because I'm very much like I'm going to meet my person, like, it's going to come, whatever. Mm-hmm. I cried. Like, oh. I was just really upset. Yeah. And I got a DM from, like, a stoolie. Like, oh, really? A bar stool fan. Right. Being like, um, hey, I just want to let you know, like, you're really beautiful. Aww. And so I don't answer guys in my DMs. Like, I really don't. Because, yeah. like, I don't know. I just find it kind of, like, I don't trust their intentions. Mm-hmm. But I was in such a dark place (laughs) that I was like I'm just gonna tell him thank you because I appreciate it Mm -hmm. so I replied and I was like I just want to say thank you like I needed to hear that yeah and then whatever we get to talking and he's like I'm gonna be in New York next week I'd love to take you out oh my god so now I've been texting a guy from Alabama for a week from Alabama Alabama man oh he's coming this week and I think I'm going out with him wait that's amazing yeah, who cares? You should. Why not? My therapist has to be open. Yeah. Especially he lives in Alabama, so the worst that could happen is that it's you don't have fun or it's not you yeah. don't like and him. Yeah, and he honestly seems away. like cool. So, yeah. yeah. Um well, can't do no can't what am I going to say? Can't do wrong. <laughs> can't I was going to say can't do no wrong, but that just sounds weird. <laughs> can't, can't hurt like what's nothing but I mean bad like can happen. me and someone from Alabama though. Yeah, that would be a little bit. They say opposites attract. That's true. That is true. I'm honestly like just trying to be open to whatever. Yeah. Like, whatever. I just want a nice person. Yeah. That's all that matters. So I had to tell you guys that because I was dying and like I probably have a date this week with someone or from Alabama. Or you could go on the chivalry show. <laughs> or I could go on the renaissance, <laughs> the renaissance show. No, but then I also started just answering more DMs over the weekend and I was like, I need to reel this in yeah. because like... <laughs> This is getting out of hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that I, like, flirt with people. It's more I just was being like, oh, thank you, thank you. Right, like appreciative. Yeah, because, like, I don't know. I think it's nice when people, like, shoot their shot or whatever. Um, But, yeah. Oh, tripod's back in the picture. So, if you guys don't remember, I had Rudy on for an episode once, and we were talking about tripod. He's a guy that, like, I hooked up with, like, at this point, seven years ago. Like, it's been forever after a night of brother jimmy's and we're friends like we have mutual friends i've seen him multiple times he's cool but like he has no follow through and like i'm just gonna read you our conversation because like this is what i i can't i will never go out with him or say yes to dating him unless he actually makes a concrete plan yeah so 
this is our last, like, hmm. he replied to a story of me. Keep in mind, me in, like, sweatpants looking like a hot mess with flames. I didn't answer. I just tapped, like, liked it. Mm-hmm. Then he DMs me the next day. Let's rekindle the Brother Jimmy's flames soon. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I just wrote back, um, D. Then he answers the next day, same. I don't answer. Yesterday. Dinner soon. He said that? Yeah. And then, but this is the thing. He'll say dinner soon. And then he never make a, he'll never say Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Yep. So I said, I love how you have my number, but you're DMing me. (laughs) He said, you look at this more. You're an influencer, whatever. So then whatever, whatever, whatever. Then he said, "Um, are you seeing anyone? Blah, blah, blah. (sighs) Then he goes, let's get drinks soon. I'm only kidding about hooking up. What? Kinda. Oh my God. And I said, every time. Yeah. Because he goes, haha, every time what? And I said, you go there. Yeah. And then he's like, haha, it's so predictable. Going on 10 years of that. And then I just didn't answer. It's like, he'll ask me to dinner and then he'll say some jackass thing. Right. Yeah, and then like, oh, three days later, we'll go by and then he'll be right. like, hey, want to go out? And uh, I'm like, you're like, no. Be a man. I know. I think I saw something on Nick Vile's TikTok that he was like, something to the point of like if he's not making plans he doesn't really like care that much because if he would care he would make the plans and he would be excited about it that was the thing one million percent I don't doubt he wants to hang out with me it's literally been 10 years of persistence right that said not not enough right exactly like just make a plan I also just have I'm like too much of a self-respecting person like I've just way too much self-respect that I answer him because I know him. Exactly. I think he's funny. Like, if this was a guy I didn't know, I'd be like, this guy's a dick. But, yeah. like, I know he's a good person. Yeah, and it's, like, like, all in good fun. Yeah, like, I know he's, like, kind of busting my balls. Like, I, I know him. So I get that he's, like, hitting on me and he thinks he's being flirty. So that's why I respond. Yeah. That said, it's, like, it's not attractive to not have follow through. Yes, exactly. No. Especially because if you say you actually did really like him then you could like step ahead and like make the plans I 100% but you're kind of just like in the middle where it's like if he makes the plan you'll go but yes. you're not gonna go out of your way especially if he's like being a dick about that's it, exactly of. it if I was like do you want to come over tonight and grab a drink near yeah. my he'd be like yeah I'm on my way right exactly but I'm not gonna do it because you you're contacting me yeah you need to take the initiative yeah exactly it's like know your worth girls because yeah. like people like this like that's why he'll never see me again by the way Exactly. Ever. exactly. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. until you're, like... And then and then when he got on this whole thing a few months ago, like, okay, like, you deserve to go somewhere nice. Like, we're going to go to, like, Lore Fish Bar or, like, Catch or, um, like, Cipriani. Like, you know, then he's, like, I'm big-timing me. Yeah, like, we're yeah, going to yeah. go, you deserve the world. Still nothing. It's all talk, though. It's all fun. Yeah. <laughs> so... When will they learn? <laughs> so, Tripod's back. Um... Oh, another weird thing that happened before we hop into the interview. You guys know me. Like, I host the podcast. I do TikTok. I do Instagram. I see the Tea Tribe out and about. This weekend, I'm out. And some girl's like, oh, I I know you from TikTok. And I'm like, oh, really? Like, oh, my gosh. Do you listen to the podcast? Like, what what video? She goes, the bunk bed video. Oh, my God. (laughs) You guys, I had a video from that hotel in Nantucket that I was telling you guys about, the one with the adult size like bunk beds. It reached four million people. That's I'm insane. not even in the video, right? It's just the it's just the beds. I'm like this. I work my ass off. Yeah, and these bunk beds. Yeah, reach four million people. <laughs> 
like we record every Monday for like two hours, but the freaking bunk beds. It's like I sit in this chair every single week pouring my heart out about dating and therapy and life and my bunk beds blow up it's like you gotta cut like cut me a break that's so funny so i was just dying i was oh, like from the bunk beds I yeah said, that is funny because you're not even in the video i'm genuinely not in it but maybe that means she followed you from it so i'm like that's my claim to fame yeah, the bunk yeah. beds now also, the most recent thing too also that hotel still hasn't reached out to me and at this point i'm like you're gonna give me that's, a free room or yeah, what i mean four million views is a lot four like that's, I think that's, no, oh, 4.1 now. I also think that's the most viewed video I've ever gotten. Right, yeah. That's like D'Amelio numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, Charlie. <laughs> There's a new bitch in town yeah. sitting here with Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> they're yeah, going to name, name the new iced tea, tea at, after you. Yeah. Tea with publicity. <gasps> Spill the tea. Wait, let's manifest that. Yeah. That would be a vibe. Um, okay, we're going to get into the interview with Mackenzie. If you guys are new here, hi, nice to meet you. Um, hope you subscribe, leave five stars, and join the Tea Tribe because we are badass group of women. Here's the interview. We will get into your advice questions right after. Okay, guys, I am here with Mackenzie Dittman from Love Island U.S. Season Two. Which Mackenzie, I need to tell you, I'm a huge Love Island fan. Started obviously with UK, <laughs> like you know, yes. the good old UK Love Island. Moved into Obvious. U.S. I'm obsessed. <laughs> Um, Have you seen Australia? Because Australia, you've got to cover that one too. Oh, I've seen Australia. You've got to give a shout out to Australia Love Island. That's a good one too. No, it totally is. Um, So did you, had you seen some of the Love Island seasons prior to going on to Love Island US? Yes, I was definitely a very big Love Island fan. Um, There's a lot of reality shows I haven't seen, but Love Island is actually one of the ones that I love so much. And I had pretty much seen almost every season before I went on my show. So actually, I think I had seen every season. Yeah. I would have been the same way because it's just like something about it is just the best reality TV show. I think because like The Bachelor, it's like one girl dating 30 men or vice versa. Whereas Love Island, there's like equal equal opportunity for people to make connections because there's Plus like the narration is always so funny like that adds like such an element of humor to it and the challenges like I'm love I'm a very physical like goofy person and like I love to do stuff that is kind of like that and isn't just yeah. like the serious dates all the time so I love that aspect to it I I definitely couldn't see myself on The Bachelor, but Love Island, obviously. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's so true. Could I ask you my, like, Love Island um, logistical questions? I'll answer them as best I can. Yes. I know I can't divulge too many secrets, but I will answer them best I can. <laughs> I know. I feel like there's, like, a secret, like, magic that goes on behind the scenes that, like, you just can't say. Because you need to, like, keep the integrity of the show. But there's, like, little things that I'm so curious about because I think Love Island and, like, Big Brother does this where there's, like, actually the um, cameras that are kind of just, like, throughout the house versus, like, actual Mm -hmm. producers in your face with cameras. Is there Mm -hmm. ever, like, a producer standing there or is it all just those cameras, like, that are docked? 
So there's like surveillance cameras that will catch us like at certain points, but we never have cameras in our faces. You can tell like when a camera is closer to you sometimes, mm -hmm. but um, there's never a camera in your face. I think I would get so awkward, maybe on the dates. I never went on a date, so I can't say, but yeah. at least in the villa, they are they are a distance away from you, um, but you can kind of like spot them sometimes. You're like, oh, okay. But like, <laughs> I, you get so used to them, especially if you were there from day one. I feel like for us, it's so easy to get acclimated to it really quickly because you're just, you're kind of forced to versus I think it can be kind of shocking for the people that come in gradually. They're kind of like, oh my God, wait, there's these cameras on me. Like, <laughs> yeah, you like hear it just like, like turning. <laughs> Um, yeah yeah okay that's interesting because I feel like that must make you so much more comfortable because you could almost like forget that even though you know it's easier to forget that they're there versus like someone literally standing with like a boom hanging in front of you and like a camera in your face I think it like allows for such a more natural environment yeah, I mean, for me personally, I would say that I was never concerned about the cameras or what people were going to see or what they weren't going to see. Like, I'm a very open book person. I like what you see is what you get with me. So I don't know that even the presence or the idea of cameras being around really bothered me. And like, I'm just going to do my thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it just depends. I never really talked to other people about their comfort level with it. Yeah. Um, I think that they were really respectful about like our privacy as far as changing and everything like that. So I, yeah, I mean, it just depends. Like, I don't think it's for everybody, but I think for me, it was pretty easy. I, I mean, I stripped down naked. I'll do whatever in front of like when I'm changing for modeling or whatnot. So True. I just have a comfort level with it, I think. Yeah, if you're not like a bashful person, it's kind of like whatever. And you at least know, yeah. you're like, they're not going to actually show me naked because they can't. So it's yeah. like, whatever. If the person in the control room seeing me, I don't really yeah. care. I'm like, enjoy the show. <laughs> That's how I feel when I go to airports and like people get all hung up over like the body scans. I'm like, I really don't care if this man is like seeing the outline of my body, like whatever. <laughs> the outline of my mouth. <laughs> oh my god I'm laughing so hard <laughs> because some people oh. are so like people I don't know people are so shy in private but I'm like whatever mm -hmm. um okay so that's good to know and then you guys do have the phones on you and like is that basically just a way for like producers to kind of like alert you guys of dates and alert you of like new couplings it's not like you can't really go on your phone and like use the internet right yeah, you have no access. So the dates and times aren't even correct on our phones because wow. they want you to be like fully immersed in the process and not be focused on like we would sometimes ask them like, what time of day is it? Like what what time is it? And they'd be like, just focus on what you're doing, which is actually like a really interesting lesson for like living yeah. in the present because I'm very much like a, I plan everything and I look ahead all the time. Mm -hmm. And so being on the show was like literally forced me in the most uncomfortable way possible to live in the moment. And so, yeah, like our cell phones, you can't, you can't, you can't look on the internet. There's no time. There's, you can't text yeah. the other Islanders. I thought you could text the other Islanders. You can't. Um, it's mostly just for them to reach you. And it'd be funny sometimes because you could accidentally send a text to production. <laughs> I, I did that once or twice where I didn't mean to send something. And then they were like, hi, Mackenzie. And I'm like, oh, hi, what's up? That is so wild. I heard someone else recently say the thing about the time, which I knew just from watching like um, Love Island UK and stuff. Did that? Mm -hmm. Okay, this is my like question for every reality star because 
I'm such a sleep diva that like I would be one of those people that if I'm like going a few nights with not a lot of sleep I would have one of those like emotional breakdown like sobbing crying you know and you're just so overtired that you like I mean don't we sob and cry a lot on the show that happens yeah yeah so were you like tired a lot and especially not knowing what time it was that would confuse the hell out of me I would say that sure there were some days where like I don't think that anyone like production included could have predicted how long some things could have taken because sometimes things just take longer depending on the night overall they did set us up to get a good amount of sleep every night so I do give them credit (laughs) I don't want anyone to think like they they deprived us of sleep because they didn't was I sleep deprived yes just because it was so hard for me to wind down from everything that happened and it's hard to get comfortable. I'm the type that I watch Netflix before I go to sleep. And so not having that was really, really strange for me. So I would say that, you know, I hadn't probably cried before going on the show. I probably hadn't cried in like a couple of years or like wow. over a boy. It had been or like not in a very long time had I cried over a guy. And all of a sudden I'm in there and I'm much more emotional and it's just because just emotions are heightened. It is the lack of sleep. It's the lack of your your comfort. It's like the things that kind of bring you um, back down to earth when you're feeling a little bit anxious. So, yeah, I mean, I think you are just so much more emotional. And I know that, like, it's really easy to be like, why are they crying in that moment? But I just think that everyone needs to kind of treat each other with kindness because you don't really know what's happening. You don't really know what they're normally like in real life. So I think that that's kind of something that people forget, you know, we kind of like joke about our dating history and our intros, but we don't really talk about what we were like in our romantic life ahead of the show. And so I think how I was in the show versus how I was prior to the show was so incredibly different. Um, Just because just in that environment, you never know how you're going to react. I coupled up with someone day one and it was a very serious relationship. Versus in real life, I'm typically dating a few guys at a time and it's non-exclusive and I'm like very detached. Mm. So it just depends, you know, um, and I, I do wish that that element was incorporated more. I wish that we had more conversations about it in the villa. So we all understood each other a little bit better because I think that the reactions of people would have come across differently had we known more about each other, if that makes any kind of sense. No, I I get what you're saying, but, like, I remember watching your season and, like, siding with you a lot. I remember thinking, like, any – I don't know. I think if you're a girl, you could empathize with another girl and be Mm -hmm. like – oh, I know that feeling. I know that the way you feel when you're put in that predicament or whatever it may be. And like, I remember empathizing a lot with you. And I think you kind of saw that throughout the show. Like maybe in the beginning, people didn't understand you because I think you even said this. You're like, I'm always like typecast. Like people think I'm like a blonde with big boobs. And Mm -hmm. they think I'm like one way, but like I think you're actually like intellectual and you like Mm -hmm. getting deep. And I think like your character like arc like people saw that kind of as the show Mm -hmm. went on so yeah did you feel like misrepresented a lot I do think that like you said I think people took a little bit longer to understand me and I think that everything is about perception I do think realizing from watching this show though and watching other seasons and having my own experience I realized like I just think we're just kind of in general harder on women when it comes to reality TV. Like I think we do tend to side with the guy and I think depending on it's 
so left up to how the woman reacts. Like if the woman has an emotional reaction, they're like, oh, she must have done something and like, let's side with the guy. But if the woman has like a strong reaction and she's not upset by it or emotional about it, then I think they tend to not get as much grief. But if you kind of show your vulnerability and your emotion, I do think people tend to jump on you. And I think that that's kind of sad. And Mm. watching this season, I actually think like a lot of what I went through is sort of kind of what, Trina went through with Jeremy for at the beginning, which was like Jeremy was saying one thing to Trina and then um, mm-hmm. saying one thing to the guys. And his was much more obvious, um, whether that be like he made it more obvious or that's just what was shown. But that's literally what I went through with Connor was he yeah. was telling me one thing, telling everyone else something else. So it was more obvious this season. And I think Trina wasn't as deep in it yet. And I'm so proud of her for standing up for herself. Um looking back, I'm like, dang, I wish I would have known, you know, like, I wish I would have known the things that were being said about my relationship, not to my face. Um, Because I think I would have handled it differently. Honestly, that's such a good comparison. And also, Connor and Jeremy are like a very similar type. Yes. So like, the quiet guy that's like hot, but doesn't know that he's hot but like is reserved no they know that they're hot I know that's why I did quotes I I have to say Caleb had one of the Caleb had one of the best lines of the season and Casa Moore one of the girls is talking to Caleb and they're like I don't think Connor realizes how hot he is and Caleb's like no he knows how hot Mm -hmm. he is and as having dated him he knows how hot he is, people. Don't don't worry. Okay? That's why I did and, quotes because I'm like, they yeah. don't know how hot. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. And it is funny now, like watching watching it with um with Jeremy is like I wouldn't have stepped forward for Jeremy. Like I like seeing even though they're so similar, like I wouldn't have stepped forward for them. And I think it says so much about the group mm-hmm. and about the way that the dynamic of the group because it makes you kind of see everybody maybe differently than you would as like being on the outside of it. Yeah. That's, that makes sense. No, it's so true. And so you and Connor, well, you guys, I was going to say you ended the show together, even though like you kind of didn't on the show, but you kind of also did in the same breath, like yeah. you ended together, you publicly dated after the show and mm-hmm. now you're obviously broken up. Have you talked about that? breakup at all because I feel like it's been kind of like pretty kept under wraps yeah I think more just kind of like out of respect for Connor um and you know him out of respect for me because you know I still have a very good relationship with his family and there's no bad blood between us um I think that there's so many things in a relationship that it would be really difficult to sum up on an interview I would say that you had kind of have to treat your relationships outside of the villa almost as an entirely new relationship. And you can hope that you really got to know somebody in the villa and that you have that strong foundation. But I do think that once you are back in the real world, things come to light and things become more apparent how you're similar and and how you're dissimilar. And I think just in the end, I think that Connor and I are both so young. I'm about to turn 25. He just turned 24. And we are both very career-oriented. And I think we had hoped that our journeys were going to merge. But I think based on what we both individually wanted so badly for ourselves, we kind of realized that that was taking us in different directions from each other. And I just think that 
who like in the future, you know, you never know. But I think in this moment, I've given up so much of my life and myself for guys. I used to sacrifice everything for every guy I ever dated, even if they were the worst of all time mm -hmm. and they were sleeping with 10 other girls. And I just said, I'm not doing that to myself again. I have to put myself first and the right guy will be around when it when it when it works and when it's the right person so I mean yeah, look I at, wish him all the best but. look at that growth though like that's how much you gained yeah. from the show because even if your relationship didn't necessarily like work out it's still not a fail because you like you said you have no bad blood you've learned so much like you're treating yourself with more respect by like mm -hmm. knowing your worth so I think it's like a win all around oh I agree it completely changed my perspective on dating like I I have dated a little bit since Connor and I have broken up. Like I, I've, I've talked to some people here and there and the way that I even just approach those situations, I am so much more like Mackenzie, you're amazing. You're awesome. You know, you know what you want. You deserve a guy who sees that in you and I'm not going to settle. And I used to just settle. And I look yeah. back at the guys I dated and I'm like, why did we date? Like some of them were great. Shout out to them. I think <laughs> they know who they are. But um, yeah, like some of them, I'm just like, what was I thinking? So thank you, Love Island, for honestly, you probably kept me from ending up with the wrong person one day. So mm -hmm. very, very thankful in that regard. Snaps to them. But <laughs> No, it is yeah. so true because I always say, I'm like a lot of women go into dates being like, I hope he likes me. It's like, no, I hope I like him because yes, I'm the I prize. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I hope. I hope I like him because it's a mutual thing. It's not like if your confidence is low, you're going to be like, oh, I hope he likes me. It's like, no. What about what you think of him? Because it's a mutual thing. The guys don't yeah. just get to like pick who they want to date. Like you mm -hmm. have to want them back. Uh, absolutely. And I think it, I think it really for me and when I, when I'm kind of like, you know, I don't think this is working out. It's not just, it is about me, but it's also like, I think there's someone better suited to you. Like, I think that you'll yeah. find someone who loves this about you. And I think that there's certain ways that we can grow and change as individuals. But I do think as far as being a partner to somebody, some of those qualities are kind of just ingrained in you. And maybe they will change, but most likely they will not. And so if what your thing is, is words of affirmation, and I don't give you words of affirmation, but I will do acts of service for mm -hmm. you all the time, and you're not getting anything from that, yes. then you need someone who's going to give you that affirmation, and I need someone who's going to appreciate my acts of service. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, it's like you just might not be compatible, and that doesn't mean that you don't get along and you don't like love each other, but sometimes at the end of the day, it's like a long-term compatibility thing, and if you're not speaking the same language, like there's no point. I completely yeah. agree. Um, so I have to ask, you were you are like spotted kind of with Carl Carl Radke from Summer House. <laughs> um, kind of like through the pipeline, I feel like. Like I don't think it was super public. Um yeah. were you here in New York? What was going on? <laughs> I was there in New York, yes. Um, I actually met Carl several years ago when he was in Old Town and we did stay in touch and we are good friends. Um, Carl is an amazing guy. Um we are just friends. He knows how much I love baseball. So uh, we went to his game together, but we're just friends. I'm really proud of him with his sobriety. Mm -hmm. He's doing an amazing job. And I think it's just so cool that I think people are getting to see more of the deeper Carl because he yeah. is a really 
a really interesting and intelligent guy. And I am excited for their next season of Summer House to come out. I can't believe season six already. I know. I, I am a fan of the show. I am a bit of a fan of the show. But, I, I'm, I'm um, friendly with Carl. I haven't seen him in like so long because of COVID and everything. But I yeah. too am so proud of him. I like had to ask because I'm like, could you imagine like a Love Island Summer House crossover? Like the Southern uh, Charm people are showing up on the show. I'm like, hey, you never know. You never know. I do love Bravo. Sometimes I'm like, should I try out for Below Deck? Because I think that I would love that. Wait, you would kill it on Below Deck. I have hospitality experience. If there's any recruiters for Below Deck watching this, please hit me up. I'm definitely open. That would actually be so good. Um, yeah. yeah, I love that. I love when there's crossover because I feel like the internet just like goes like ablaze with like reality <laughs> TV crossover. Like you two like didn't even really post it, and everyone was like, "They're together." At we the didn't game. post it at all. Like, I, I didn't think. Anything- well, I didn't realize, like, that props to them. Like, I mean, in New York, the Summer House cast, they're massive. Like, yeah. they are celebrities. They walk down the street, and I'm like, I almost feel bad for them that they have to deal with that kind of media attention. I definitely, I mean, I'm walking the streets of Tucson, and <laughs> I don't really get stopped very often. That's so but interesting. That's what happens. <laughs> it's almost like in New York, like, People that are on reality shows or, like, on TikTok or Instagram almost get stopped more than, like, big celebrities. Like, if you see Brad Pitt walking by, you're like, I'm not going to stop him because I'm going to respect his privacy. It's, like, an unspoken rule. (laughs) But then they see, like, someone from Summer House and they're like, like, people, it it is, like, a weird dynamic. But that's funny you say that. Um, So do you have plans to stay in Arizona? So I, um, this is going to be my home base, at least like just for the, for like the indefinite future. So my LLC, I just established my business and it's licensed here in Arizona. So I will kind of always want to have a little bit of a home base here. Yeah. This is where my family is. Um, but I will be spending much more time in LA. I will be going back and forth and then hopefully I'm actually, I'm kind of like fingers crossed going to have like a sex in the city moment this fall potentially and come to New York for a couple of months. I've always dreamed of living in New York. So maybe that will become a reality. We'll see. We'll Uh, come by the office. I'll show you around Barstool. The guys will love you. We'll go out. Please. That would be so Oh, my fun. God. They would, like, eat you alive. They'd be so happy. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be so fun. You have to have your little Sex in the City moment. Now that everything's open, like, I feel like traveling and networking, everything is, like, back finally. It's, like, yeah. it almost kind of sucked to come off of a reality show and then go into quarantine because I feel like the people that were on reality shows during that time almost didn't get to, like, capitalize on, like, yeah. opportunities as much as they would have if the world was open, it was like a weird time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially, especially because I wasn't in a major city, you know, most mm-hmm. people were near, they were in LA or they were near New York or they were near Miami. And because I was in Arizona or I was in Pittsburgh for a lot of the time. Um, but you know, there's like the grass is greener on the other side. Yeah. I think it would have been great, but I am so appreciative of, you know, my, my, fans or I like to call them basically my friends that I have made through this whole process and they have been so supportive and you know I think I'm kind of just getting started I yeah I my my future I think Love Island was was a part in it was a chapter of it but I am excited to kind of establish myself um on my own a bit you know separate from Love Island and I think that 
maybe had I come out and done all those appearances with Love Island, like who knows, maybe that would have, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I do. I get, like, you know, Mackenzie for Mackenzie, not Mackenzie as Mackenzie and Connor on Love Island. 100%. So. You would have been like so in that mold where it's like you have more going on for you outside of just like appearing on a show and – I think there's so many, like you said, you're young. Like there's so many things that you could do. Um, before yeah. I have you go, I want to just get your thoughts on this season of Love Island. Um, <laughs> who are you rooting for? Who would you couple up with? Like I just need some tea because I'm watching. Okay. I'm not. Like, I want to super... know who you think I would couple up yeah. with. I like who you who would out of these guys. Who do you think I would couple up with? I don't like. It's so weird because it's not like there's anyone in there that I'm like, wow, like that's the guy I would go for. I think just like off of looks, like who I'd step forward for and like the Mm -hmm. old me would probably step forward for um, the curly hair, blue eyed guy, Josh. Josh, yeah. And then probably Jeremy. Like those are obviously like that's so typical though. But I think once I like talked to them, I don't know. So for you, I think you need someone like intellectual maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the guy with like, who's the girl from Alaska coupled up with? What's his name? Giovanni. I love him. I think. The girls are sleeping on him. Yes. I think his personality. The gem. The personality. Yes. Fashion sense. Like, I don't know. I think that I always get awkward with guys that are that outgoing and that, like, self-assured. However, like, I think he and Selly would make the most absolutely perfect couple of all time. Their energy levels. Like, I'm trying to set this up. You're so right love on the show their fashion their energy they're just like way to command a room their mm-hmm. sense of humor like I've already told Sally it's happening I'm making it happen <laughs> if he doesn't find love on the show um I honestly out of this group of guys I don't know it's tough because you're only seeing such a small part of them so it's far true. yeah um I am excited for you know more guys to get more screen time so you can get to know them a bit better you know Corey seems really sweet mm-hmm. um I don't know if he's necessarily my type. I don't know if any of these guys are necessarily my type. That's I how thought I, I feel. Liked, yeah. I thought I liked Will, but I don't know as much anymore. I don't know. Like they all, they're all so cute in their own way. Um, I think, but I, like, think I, I think as women, like we all like Will. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, do we yeah. just like him? Cause he's like, has an accent and he's attractive. Yes. Like we don't really we know much about we, him. I think we do. Cause I don't think we know anything about yes, him. That's how I, and feel. that's my, that's my apprehension is I haven't learned anything other than he's a good kisser yep. and <laughs> that he's, uh, that he's hot, but I haven't, learn much more and I agree I need someone a little more intellectual I love sports so I might have been drawn to Josh since he mm-hmm. or Cisco since they played um sports pretty competitively but see yeah, I think I thought Cinco was like the best guy but now I'm getting shady vibes from him too don't don't get shady vibes from him I feel like he was pretty straight up when he said like when he went with Cache that he was interested in Trina but mm. that she had something with with Jeremy at the time Fair. so I wouldn't I I don't think that Cinco should get the rap or Trina should get a bad rap I think that they need to be respectful to Cache if they were to move forward and I think Cache is stunning her body her face everything about her is just unbelievable but I do think that it was clear there's something between them mm-hmm. and out of respect for Jeremy he stayed away and 
um, you know, having been in a couple from day one, it, you were kind of maybe tempted occasionally, but you wanted to stick to your relationship. And so I think that if there is something between them, it, he, he would just be hurting Cache in the long run if he stayed with her because it was comfortable if he really likes Trina. No, that's so uh, true. And I'm not convinced that any of the relationships at this very moment are like super, super solid. I think a lot of them. They're not very deep. No, they still need to meet their people. Like I knew from the moment that like Jeremy and Trina kissed, I'm like, there's not a vibe. Like there's no chemistry yeah. between them. Like I feel like yeah. I even saw it before they saw it. I was like, no, 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 no. Like it's just I like them separately, but it's just not a vibe. So I feel like everyone's like individually great, but we need to wait for like some of those power couples to happen. Yeah, I I think that there's definitely going to be a lot more switching up before the show is over. And I think that it'll be interesting to see. It does seem like this is a very strong group of women and Mm -hmm. that they're very much like, I know what I deserve. So I'll be really interested to see like how they call these guys out when they do things that they're okay with. And also how the other girls react to that, because I think that's really interesting of like, if you were mistreated by a guy and then your friend is to pursue him, you know, Mm. it'd be interesting to see if maybe if a guy messes up, maybe that's his time. Maybe they're like, none of us want you now. Like I, I'm because I kind of have this weird feeling that that could happen with this group, because I will say they seem very, very close knit group of friends, which yeah. I love that. I wish that we were all closer as a cast, um, like the all of us, because I know we had our own little cliques. But they seem so close and so fun. And I think that there's so many of them who I hope that we get to learn more about them and see them more because they all just seem like really nice people, honestly. Like, I can't wait to meet them when they all come out. Yeah, no, I totally agree. You're right about that. They are like really strong, independent women. And I like to see that on a show. I'm like, these girls are not pushovers. Like, they really are like sticking to their guns. They know what they want. Um, It's going to be a great season. I... I'm so happy that we connected. Stay in touch. When you come to New York, we'll go out. Thank you so much, Mackenzie. Where could everyone follow you and keep up with you? Um, Follow me on Instagram um, at Mackenzie Dittman. And then my podcast will hopefully be coming up this fall. So that link is in the bio of my Instagram as well, out of his league. Amazing. I love it. Thank you, Mackenzie. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye. Okay, guys. Ask Alyssa. How to say no to a guy asking you out. I'm extremely flattered that I've had guys asking me out the old-fashioned way in person and through the DMs, but since I've started at my job at a new gym in September 2020, I've had three guys ask me out while I'm working out at the gym. I'm flattered, but I'm not interested in these guys at all and barely know them. I get all awkward and thrown off and say, oh yeah, in the moment, and later have to tell them I'm not interested. What's a polite and professional way to say no in the moment? Hmm. Say you have a boyfriend. Oh, true. That is a good point. I never would have even thought about hey, that. Hey, so, oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm dating someone. Yeah, I'm seeing someone right now. Like, that's yep. it. To, to go up to a girl at the gym is wild to me. Wild. I also, mean, like, you know he likes that booty. Yeah, exactly. Like, it has to be the perfect situation where maybe, like, she's getting water or not working out or off to the side. But, I mean, that is some bold moves to do that at the gym. Yeah, like, I'm sweaty. I don't want to talk. Right, exactly. And, like, you're focused. Yeah. Yeah, that is No, easiest thing, say you're seeing someone. Yeah, you're never going to see that person. It's polite. They can't fact check it. Mm -hmm. 
it's just it cuts it right there mm-hmm. don't say yes go through the awkward fumble of their number and then ghost them and then have to see them again yeah then it, then that's just like too much effort but also even if you just want to say no like do whatever you want because it's your opinion like not that you'd have to be rude but you don't have to like be nice to random people that come yeah, up to you like, oh i'm not really looking to like um yeah like date at this time yeah definitely Ugh. I hate when you're put on the spot. That's what I did with that guy in the street. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm seeing someone. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But but I do. I do understand what she's saying because I'm the type of person that would just say yes because like it'd be easier to say yes in the moment Mm -hmm. and I would feel mean saying no. 100% because I think no one wants to reject someone. Yeah. You know. But yeah, I think say yeah. Just lie. (laughs) Little white lie didn't hurt anyone. Never hurt anyone. Okay, next one. Ask Alyssa. I started seeing someone. We're in the early phases and we go Dutch on all dinners and drinks. I like him, but I feel like this is leaving a bad taste in my mouth. How do I shift the mindset to not think about that aspect? Or is it something I should be worried about? I know that taking someone out to dinner is definitely expensive and I'm not immune to that. I just can't help but feel like I'm going to dinner with a girlfriend. Hmm. I think when it's in the early stages, like and this is where maybe I'd be good for Renaissance dating. <laughs> I think it is polite for the guy to pay. And that's based solely on like old traditional standards. Yeah. And I realize we're like modern women and we don't need no man. Mm-hmm. But I personally like if a guy's asking me out, I like him to take the initiative. And of course, I'm going to offer. Yeah. Oh, right. Of course. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um. I think... It does kind of take away some of that courting stage. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I agree with that. Like, not like they have to, but yeah, I feel like at the beginning it's more common for the guy to pay. Yeah, especially if he's like asking you out mm-hmm. to dinner, It that makes sense that he would pay. But I feel like, yeah, early stages. And then once you're in a relationship, obviously like you get more comfortable with each other. And That's like, how okay, I feel. Like back and forth or split it or whatever. But yeah, I do agree in that like, it is kind of an old school type thing, but it is kind of like a way for the guy to show how like that he's interested. I guess like it's hard because like if I'm on a date with a guy and I know I make more money than him or just assume I do, it's kind of like why wouldn't we? Sp- I-, I don't know. It is old. It is old school to think that the guy just has to pay. Yeah. I think that's why when you're dating someone, then you figure out the logistics of it all. Yeah, exactly. But I think the first few times, like, it's nice to feel treated and courted and wanted and, like, someone's, like, trying to take care of you or make something special for you. Right, exactly. I think it was on on Call Her Daddy, Paige DeSorbo from Summer House, Mm. and they were talking about it, and she was like... She was like, my makeup probably costs more than the dinner. So, like, you can pay for this pasta. Like, she made a joke about it. But, like, it's so you're true. the one. You're getting ready and, like, putting in all this effort. Not that the guy doesn't. but No, you're so right. It's like, I, a got, more for I got a wax. I got mm-hmm. laser. I got yeah. my, I got makeup. Yeah. I paid. That was, like, the, oh, I didn't even tell this story on mm-hmm. the podcast. <laughs> we'll save it for a different day. <laughs> a time when I Ubered. $50 in the rain for a date. Cause, oh, yep, yep, yep. It was in then, the vlog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, we'll tell that another time. It's still too soon. Um, but, yeah. So, I think... I don't know how you go about, like, mentioning that, if I'm being honest. I think I'd feel so awkward. Or maybe even, like, you take the initiative. Like, I mean, I have a boyfriend, but it's so funny because he'll always joke. Like, he'll ask me to dinner and then he'll pay for it. But, 
like I'm always like, no, like we can split it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, maybe ask me to dinner once and then you can pay for it like as a joke. So yeah. like maybe like she could ask him and then be like, oh, no, I asked you like I'll pay for this one and then put like kind of mm. like that thought in his mind. Like, oh, OK, maybe like, oh, maybe I'll ask her and like I can pay or whatever. That's cute. Like that. I like I that know. example. Yeah. Or it's like, how about. How about, like, you get this one, I'll get the next one. Yeah, something like that. Like, even just, like, splitting it like that. I'm also curious, when you guys write in, send me your ages. Oh, yeah, that's like, true. Like, I need to know the dynamic. That is, it. yeah. Because I think it's point. different. Like, my high school boyfriend spoiled me, mm-hmm. but, like, it wasn't his money, it was his parents. True, yeah. Like, he paid for everything. Yeah. Bought me a Burberry bag. Like, <laughs> I was David Yerman. Like, I was Incredible. living. Right. He also knew I had expensive taste, but <laughs> he... I think I didn't even like offer that much at that point because it was just all the time and yeah. like it was just his parents' money. Right. So we yeah. were like, whatever. Who cares? But that being said, like now as an adult or in college, like I didn't date that way. Right. It depends on the person's like financial situation yeah. and your financial situation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. One last thing and then I'll move on. I think it's really, really weird and rude if a guy invites you out to a place. If he's like, hey, do you want to go out to dinner? And you're like, yeah. And then he picks like Tao Downtown, which like notoriously has $25 drinks and yeah. $40 entrees. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, okay, let's split it. Right. Or they drink more than you and then want to split it. It's like you picked a place that is top tier in terms of pricing mm-hmm. and now you want to drink more than me and split it like that to me is a red flag oh yeah if definitely. I'm ever picking a like even if a guy says to me where do you want to meet and I'm like okay he might pay he might mm-hmm. offer to pay and not yeah. let me I'm not gonna go pick the most expensive place no. in the world yeah even and that's even like goes for like friends too like your yes. friend wouldn't do that like you wouldn't you wouldn't pick a place to go with your friend and then drink more than them and then a I think that's a whole different like thing because Mm -hmm. I don't really drink that much at dinners and sometimes I do sometimes I don't but my sister doesn't and I think there's also an interesting dynamic with friends like friends that have five drinks and you have one and then they want to split the bill equally yeah it's like it's rude yeah like why would you like be a little self-aware yeah exactly and like pay for what you were eating and drinking Uh, sometimes I honestly like really don't mind if it's like if they had two and I had one like whatever it's like one side they got that was different yeah Yeah, it's not that big of a deal oh my god it all comes out in the wash yeah exactly it's when it's like someone's like having five to Mm -hmm. your one yeah that it's like all right especially in New York City because we're not having five dollar drinks they're twenty dollars a pop yeah true okay next question Hi, Alyssa. Love you and the podcast. I look forward to hearing new episodes each week. Reaching out here for some friendship advice. I'll keep it short because the story has many factors and could go on to pages long. My best friend since high school and I had a huge falling out last year. I don't get along with her boyfriend and believe that he has changed her entire personality slash demeanor since he came into her life. He's a misogynistic a-hole and has told me that he can't wait to take her away from friends and family and start their own life together alone. I've talked to her multiple times alone and with my mutual best friend of ours on how his actions towards me are rude, disrespectful, and just outright not someone I want to spend my time around. She always has excuse after excuse for him and how I need to get to know him more. My friends and I haven't talked in over a year, and recently I've heard that the boyfriend wants to be my friend. And this is sad because my friend and I don't... Oh, I guess the boyfriend's sad that her and her friend don't see eye to eye or talk anymore. Do I even bother reaching out? I feel like if she really wanted to be friends again, she would do so. What do you think I should do with this information? 
I actually have like life experience with this kind of situation that I think might be able to help you. So first of all, it sounds like your friend's in a potentially abusive relationship. And when someone is in an abusive relationship, you could try your hardest to pull them out of it. It's not until they want to get out of it or seek help that they're like really ready to get out of it from my experience. Yeah. So I think oftentimes when we see friends hurting, we turn our backs on them because we're like, I can't believe you're doing this to yourself. I can't believe you're putting up with this person. I had this experience with someone like very early in life, like high school, like a friend was with a guy that I didn't like. So I stopped being friends with both of them. Now through life experience, I've learned that is not the answer. Your friend actually needs you more because they need a safe space for when shit hits the fan, which it inevitably will Mm -hmm. hit the fan and they need to feel like you're not judging them because if they feel like you're judging them then when when all hell breaks loose they have no one to turn to because they're completely isolated and I think you need to be in her life and know you don't like him but also realize you're not going to change her mind about him until she sees the light for herself so It's almost like you need to take your feelings out of the equation, which sounds so crazy because friendships are two-sided. But it's like you almost have to be selfless um, in order to, like, be a good friend because people that are in these situations, like, they don't see clearly. Right. Did I explain that well? No, yeah, I think so. I think that's a really good point. Like, I mean, I've never had really, like, personal experience with this, but you always hear, like, it's almost like they're brainwashed to that's the only thing they know. So whatever you're telling them is just in one ear out the other because they're so in love with the person or they don't manipulate. Yeah. They don't see anything wrong. So it's hard to kind of step in because then it just creates the tension between you and your friend, which you obviously don't want. If you want to stay friends with her, it's hard to like be on the bad side, but there's really nothing else you can do except for like wait for her to realize that, this is what's happening. Yeah. I think I would challenge you to maybe like read books or like listen to some things on this because I even noticed this with friends that have gone through depression where you're like, oh, they're being weird towards me. So you take it personal and then you stop talking to them. And then in hindsight, you're like, oh, wait, they weren't themselves. Mm-hmm. It's almost like that where your friend's not your friend that you knew. She is changed. And yeah. you said he's trying to isolate her from her friends. That's like of such a manipulation tactic and like a sign of like an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. So I think come at it from a place of empathy. Put your ego aside and be like, okay, it's not personal. Like my friend's in a bad situation and she can't see clearly. So I'm going to be there for her. I'm not going to like her partner, but I'm going to support her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the best you could do. I hope that helped. And I hope that that kind of gives you a different way of looking at the situation because I know when you're in it it's easy to just be like why is my friend being yeah, this way yeah exactly but again like she can't if she can't see it there's no convincing her until she realizes it herself exactly okay um let's spill the tea because you know there's a lot going on so let's start with the Megan Fox Machine Gun Kelly and um Lala Randall Emmett situation so basically Randall Emmett and Lala from Vanderpump Rules I think they're married no they're engaged they have a baby 
um, Randall produces films or is like a director, whatever the hell he does. And Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox met on the set of the movie. It's like something in the switchgrass. Mm-hmm. I forget what it's yeah, called. I forget Switch the name. Blade, switchgrass, yeah. whatever. Um, they met on set, fell madly in love. As you know, they're twin flames, yada, yada. Movie comes out. Megan Fox is on the posters. She's like one of the main characters in the movie. I think Machine Gun Kelly has like a six minute scene. Like mm-hmm. it's it's not much. Quick. And um, Lala, Randall's wife, aka from Vanderpump Rules, is posting things promoting the movie and blocking out Megan Fox in every single promo. Yeah. She's standing in front of her in the poster. She's putting text over Megan Fox's name. Megan Fox didn't go to the premiere because of COVID, which is kind of BS considering they've been bopping around at parties like all month long. It's Mm -hmm. like now you can't go. Yeah. And um, Machine Gun Kelly then tweeted like, you don't hear me talking about something because I'm not proud of it. It's not good. Mm -hmm. Yada, 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 yada. My take, extremely unprofessional. Mm -hmm. First of all, if you think the movie's trash, Maybe you didn't do good good job right. at yeah. your acting. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I think about it. Yeah. It's like what you put your you read the script, you signed up for the role, mm-hmm. you acted in it, you liked it during. They were on Lala and Randall's podcast being buddy buddy. Oh. It's like you were you fell in love on set. You yeah. met your person there. Right. Show a little respect for the contract that you're in. Yeah, exactly. Was there a reason that Lala was like blocking out Megan Fox and I everything. I think because they just completely didn't go to the premiere and then because she wasn't promote like promoting it. it. Okay, okay, that makes sense. I didn't know if there was like some other prior drama between them. I'm pretty sure that's why, but yeah. like I mean Lala obviously was being a shady bee, which which we love. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd be pissed too. I think it's so unprofessional. Like you signed up for this obligation, you're right. in it. You if you don't support like your acting or the movie, mm-hmm. whatever, then you have to go to the premiere you have to do something like right. I don't know it just felt to me like such a slap in the face mm-hmm. it, at, at the very least you met your partner there exactly yeah or at least just put in like the minimal effort of posting a trailer or like m- at least making it an effort to seem as if you are promoting it you you don't have to like go at like out of control promoting it but yeah you're right like you're in the movie but for machine gun kelly to be like it sucks yeah is like oof. right and you're in it <laughs> like how, why would you say that that's when you're what in i'm it? saying and now it has like a nine percent on rotten tomatoes oh. and i'm like you're not now people are gonna watch it and be like yeah it sucks yeah exactly Versus, or they're not gonna watch it at all because he already said it sucks i also feel like it was megan fox's like return to stardom like yeah no one's talked about her in years she's because of the Machine Gun Kelly thing and because mm-hmm. she was back to acting in this movie, her star power like rose yeah. and she's all over the place again. Right, and it's right. like now you're like spitting on this thing that just propelled you back into the spotlight. Yeah. I find yeah. it very weird. It is strange to not like what it's one thing to not promote it. Like whatever. If you yeah. don't like it, I guess. But to to say to outwardly say it's bad or say you don't like it is wild because you're in the movie. Wild. Like, you're profiting off of. A, whatever like a little bit even though you're just in it for a little while like there's some profit that you would make from and, it so you'd assume you'd want to promote but it also like you got paid to be there too yeah like, exactly it's, and it's like why are you going to make 
yeah, the views tank before mm-hmm. it even has. I don't know. I found the whole thing. Maybe there's more to the story. Like maybe Randall Emmett like screwed them over. Maybe right. they, yeah. you know, maybe there's a reason why they're like, like hey, a producing we hate thing. this thing. Yeah. I just feel like don't make it public though. Yeah. Like this was a very like public display of yeah. like disrespect on both ends mm-hmm. kind of. And I just felt like it was tacky all around. Yeah. Especially too because Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly have been in the news like so, so, so much, much recently. So literally anything they do gets gets like press no matter what it is so they obviously knew what they were doing because like they're so popular yeah it just didn't sit right with me yeah it is it is a little it is a little strange um so then jennifer lopez and ben affleck are i always say affleck like that commercial yeah yeah affleck 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 Affleck, whatever they are instagram official i still don't care um i'm gonna tell you why I don't care. And and you know what? If they're happy, I'm happy for them. I think they're both absolutely stunning people. Yeah. I think what irks me is the fact that we have so many power couples. We have Beyonce and Jay-Z. We have um, Ryan Gosling and even Eva Mendez. We have Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Jessica Biel and Justin Timberlake. Yeah. I could keep going. Do we see pictures of them daily? No. No. Right. And I'll tell you why. Because if you don't want to get popped, papped, yeah. you don't have to. Right. You could take private entrances. You could be down like on the DL. Mm-hmm. Something's rubbing me wrong because Jennifer Lopez and Ben – have been public since the first weekend they've been spotted together. And yeah. to me, as a former publicist, that screams we're tipping off paparazzi to put these pictures out there. Yeah. And our teams are involved in this public display of love. Right. So I think it doesn't take a publicist to know that. Yeah. Everyone's in my DM saying the same thing. I yeah. think everyone unanimously is just like, this feels forced mm-hmm. down our throats. Mm-hmm. And this is my hypothesis I don't know if I've said this before but hear me out I think A-Rod publicly humiliated J-Lo by potentially cheating with Madison LaCroix from Southern Charm whatever her last name is yeah I think that's I think that's pretty embarrassing you're Jennifer Lopez you're the hottest woman on the planet with the sickest body and your equally as famous counterpart cheated on you with a reality star I think J-Lo I think they were broken up the second that news hit Mm -hmm. and they pretended to be together again publicity um photos of them coming out together you know so I think they were broken up for a little so I don't shame her for rushing into a relationship like girls gotta eat (laughs) right but but I think her people were like how do we get her power back mm-hmm. after she just got cheated on right oh ben affleck yeah. perfect yeah <laughs> um whether it's true or not maybe her people knew they were talking and they were like okay like they've reconnected let's, let's get some photos out this. there yeah 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 so the whole thing it seems a little fishy it seems a little forced there's this internet rumor going around that they are reenacting different scenarios from the jenny from the block um, music video mm-hmm. because they're seen posing in all the exact same poses that they did during yeah. the music video. I saw that. And 
Yeah, it just, you know, someone made a good point, too. They were like, oh, yeah, now you expect us to believe there's a paparazzi in the middle of the ocean with them, right. like, zoomed in. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's very in our faces. Mm-hmm. I honestly think they're both stunning. And again, if they're genuinely happy, whatever, that's how, like, the press junket works. Like, you promote stuff, you get it out there. No shame, like, in their game. I just think that's why I'm feeling a little less, like, oh, I ship. It's yeah. a little very staged to me. Yeah. I know. I, like, never really thought about it, but you made some good points about, <laughs> like, and I read the I read the theory about the music video stuff, mm-hmm. which the photos are so similar that that realistically could be what they're doing. Like, they're, the, it's it's just so similar from the old photos to, to that theory. It really so, is. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, I do feel like it's a little bit, which the thing is, too, it could either go one way of like her jumping into the relationship could be like, oh, like she just got out of one, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it could also be the the publicist side where, oh, like she just got embarrassed. So she needs to kind of like come make a comeback now. I think it's like you're going to cheat on me. I'm going to one up. Exactly. Exactly. Boom. Ben Affleck. <laughs> right. But like, is it for personal reasons or is it for just like news reasons? You know what I, I mean? Because I don't like to be super cynical, I like to believe they reconnected and now they're capitalized, yes, capitalizing yeah, yeah. on yeah. them reconnecting. Mm-hmm. I don't love to speculate that couples are like contractual or True, fake. to do it, like, yeah. Because I just can't ever imagine doing that. Mm-hmm. For example, like everyone thinks that Shawn Mendes and Camila yeah. Cabello, everyone's like, they're fake, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. They've been together for two years. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, I don't subscribe to that. Yeah. Like, I, I think what really put the like what really put that to test was back in the day Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes were like the celebrity couple mm-hmm. that was married via contract oh yeah, yeah and yeah. I think like if you do digging into that whole thing like that's why she couldn't be that's why she couldn't publicly date Jamie Foxx for years even oh, though they were together right. for like seven years because she was like contractually not allowed mm-hmm. because of her like marriage stipulation with Tom Cruise yeah like that one like really blew like I, I don't know there is smoke and mirrors with celebrity relationships but I don't like to believe that people are so like s- I can't live a life where people are just faking stuff for cameras because mm-hmm. that's a sad thing to believe yeah, in. Yeah very sad. So I have to just believe that everyone's in love because yeah. I it's like women that are like 22 and marry 80 year olds. Right. Like I, like you don't love them. How <laughs> I don't get people that could put their own personal feelings aside yeah. for money or like financial gain. Mm-hmm. No. I genuinely don't get it. Yeah, no, I don't either. Because I can never put my happiness to the side. No. Oh, yeah. And sorry, now I'm on a rant. <laughs> but this is why also I'm going to tell you guys one of my biggest pet peeves. People that are like, everyone just goes on The Bachelor to be insta-famous. <laughs> guys, I get it, but like, there's still a chance to find love too. Like, I don't think that you have to, I don't think that it's always so mutually exclusive. Like, I think it could be both. Like, I applied for The Bachelor when I was 23 before I even really thought I would, like, do anything for social media Mm -hmm. because it wasn't really that big. It was, like, Chris Sewell's season or Juan Pablo's. Want to know why I applied? Because I saw that there was 25 eligible men. Yeah. And the people that I'm dating here are schmucks. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, Might as well get a better but option. But look at me now. I'm on camera. Right. So had I gone on, 
people would have been like, she only wanted to mm-hmm. do it for fame. Yeah. Honestly, not true. Yeah. Like, really, really not true. I don't think it's always so one way or the other. Would I have gone on, come out, and been hosting on E? Absolutely. I would take every opportunity that yeah, came my I way. Mean, yeah, obviously. But that doesn't mean you're an, a bad person. No. Yeah. And that's even like the guy on Katie's season, Thomas, who... Who said, uh, yeah, I've thought about potentially being The Bachelor. It's like, you don't think every other one of those men has thought about being The Bachelor? I, he just he yes. just admitted it. So he looked bad because he looks like he's there for the wrong reasons. Like, they're all there for that reason. But like, that's not, to, that's not to say people can't actually fall in love. 100%. And I actually didn't mind him saying that. No, no. I didn't He's either. the only one telling the truth exactly, in the room. Exactly. Because you know literally all the... like. And again, like you said, maybe you go on there because you want more Instagram followers, but you fall in love in the meantime. Like maybe he went on there because he knows their potential to be a bachelor like by himself, but also he could have found love too. Or maybe you go on because you really want love and then you find social media success and then you take every single opportunity that comes your way because the money's too good to pass up and you're living your like. It doesn't, Yeah. like, I just hate that narrative. Like, I was talking to people the other day. I forget who, honestly. Just people that, oh, I was at my friend's and they were like, I just hate how everyone goes on the show for followers now. I'm like, we need to stop this narrative mm-hmm. because that's every reality show. That's it's, every, yeah. we all want followers. Mm-hmm. Joe Schmo on the street cares about his ratio on yeah. Instagram. Right, exactly. And I think it's harder now just because social media is so much more prevalent. Like, yeah, back when it was Juan Pablo or Chris Souls or whoever, um, like even there was Ali, do you remember Ali Fedotowski? Yeah. She came out, like she went right on to like E! News, but nobody talks about her like, oh, she only went on to be the Bachelor. Like, because it was back in the day it's only because social media is so prevalent now and everybody makes a career out that's of it. so true because like my point being if I went on in like 2013 mm-hmm. 14 I would have 100% pursued entertainment because that's my interest exactly, exactly. so like that doesn't mean I'm, I wasn't there for yeah actually the reason why I ghosted both of my bachelor interviews when I got a call back was because I didn't think I'd like the person yeah and I was like, nah, I'm Genuine. not going to be fake. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't really think it's fair to always say that. Yeah. And it's just, like, networking in any other job. Also, like, I will die on this hill. Like, I actually yeah. really get <laughs> peeved when people say that. Yeah. Just because I'm like, who cares? Like, that's they're the world all, we live th- in. Yeah. Like, they're all they're all there for that. So, why why are we even talking about it? Like, they're, they're obviously all there for Instagram followers. But, like. And, everyone, yeah, like, people are like, oh, Greg's an actor. Greg's an actor. Okay. So, <laughs> now you can't. You can't work in entertainment and also be on TV. Right. It's like, okay, so only nurses are allowed to go on reality TV shows now. Right, yeah. People who don't have Instagram or Twitter or anything. Like, that's impossible. Like, I get it. There's some people that are just, like, narcissistic and really are only going there to be famous. But, like, we figure those people out. And those people actually don't find success after no. the show. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, mm-hmm. it's... Like, the, they don't get opportunities. Yes. It's like, there's equal opportunity for every single person to go around and, like... Now I'm going to go on another tangent, but like into even TikTok and stuff. Yeah. yeah. People are so like protective over their niche. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh no, I'm the girl that does this. I'm the girl that does that. It's like, why don't we all just build each other up and there's room for everyone? Yeah. I just don't get the competitiveness sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Just like literally do whatever you want and then let other people do it. Like it's, I don't know. Yeah. I'm totally on your side with that. (sighs) All right, guys, that's today's episode. (laughs) Um, Thank you for tuning in. I will have a fall merch drop coming in the next few months. Also, I want to tell you guys that we do have a Tea Tribe Facebook group. So join us there where we talk about celeb tea, female 
issues, like dating, stuff like that. It's a fun little community. And make sure if you're new here and you liked what you heard to subscribe, rate, review. I will be back next Tuesday. Thanks, guys. Bye.